Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Health Binge. I'm Adam Lai and beside me here is... Stephen Ryan. How are you feeling this week? Uh, good Adam, I feel good. In mind and body? Uh, yeah. Excellent. We're a month in now so that's kind of a good way to start gauging results. We're not, we're kind of three weeks in. Well this is episode 4. I know yeah but the first one was like, it's st- that's not how months work Adam. The first one was like day one. Is that like a little safety net in case you're not doing as well as you could? Bit, like? Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's also true. Uh, how are you sleeping? This week I've been very tired, but the good kind of tired, as opposed to that bad kind of tired. I've been sleeping, I've been sleeping like log. I've been wrecked though, and it's just from the exercise I did this week. I did a lot of exercise. You're not oversleeping or anything? Cause like in- no, in fact, if anything, I'm probably undersleeping. But uh, because for some reason I've also been waking up early, even though I've been very tired. God damn, waking up at a productive hour. Like, what when you say early? Eight or... What time would you go to sleep? Maybe one. That's okay. Is it like studies always kind of change it, when yes, you say how many it's hours not, you should sleep? It's not too bad. It's not like I'm not getting an awful lot of sleep or anything. But it's just that I've been very tired and the amount of sleep kind of doesn't seem to correlate with the the tiredness level if we had some sort of graph i could expand on this point but well that's good because it kind of shows that you're starting to adapt more yeah in every sort of way you know i'm I'm kind of all the initial things whereby i don't know you know i just i've no patterns i've no willpower i've no you know all of that is sort of coming into line now i don't know whether like the weather this week has been beautiful and for some reason, during good weather, I have far less inclination to eat. Yeah, I know what you mean. When it's really hot, you're like, I, I don't need to. Yeah, I just don't really, it's not that bad. Now, the last couple of days, all right, I've had a bit of a sweet tooth. But in terms of, you know, the things that would normally be my poison, such as burgers, chips and all the rest of it, I've had no real inclination. And do you find now after the month that your fitness level is... You see a marked improvement. There is a marked improvement, definitely. I feel this week was probably my most productive. I'm looking forward to hearing about in it. In terms Good. of exercise and, and improvement. So, can you take us through quickly before we go to the diaries? It's a general what you've been doing this week. <clears throat> As I mentioned last week, uh, I went to London early in the week, and I and then I had to recover from that because I was wrecked. We were talking last week and I thought it was really funny when you said you were going to London and your your big question was, where can I get healthy stuff? Did you find healthy stuff in London? Not really. Did you try the thing where you just put into Google Maps healthy eating? No. You're awful. I, I You're was, the worst. I arrived at Liverpool Street and I was hung, or at Victoria Station and I was hungry and I went and I saw there was a place and it was pizza and pasta and I just went. Oh. Of course. Well, I didn't go for chips. That was sort of my barometer there I, I went okay I'm not getting chips I'm going to get something what did you get not ch- pizza and pasta pizza and pasta yeah what was a pizza and pasta plate it was like buffet for pizza and pasta that's like well that's all they had pizza and pasta so I went and got pizza and pasta oh god what was on the pizza I had more pasta than I had pizza but there was like ham and there was a pepperoni one. and a lot of cheese of course, this is pizza. 
Okay. So we'll we'll break into the diaries. Give us your your Stephen's diary. What's, ba -ba -ba -ba, Stephen's what's my Stephen's diary. diary? Just what I did during the week. Yeah. You might have noticed that my diary has a picture of the Arc de Triomphe on the front of it. For your Arc of Triomphe? Yeah, for yeah. my symbolise my, my great triumph. I thought it was because of a big, heavy, overweight thing in the street that people have to drive around. So on Wednesday we went roller derbying. Yes, my favourite day. Which was... Brilliant. Yeah, afterwards I was very tired after that. That really, that was uh, exhausting. Thursday then I was up at like Cockrow. I was up at half four in the morning uh, to go to London and... I got into London, I had a gig that evening on um, Tatters Hall Castle, a moored boat on the Thames. Then the following day, Friday, I arrived home and I slept all day. All day? Pretty much, yeah. Got up the following morning, got up good and early, and I felt I was overcoming my chest infection. Finally! Praise the Lord! It was the first day I felt that I was getting over it. I went, drove to Mayo, to Westport, um, and I climbed Croke Patrick. And it was gr great because it, it kind of marked a sense of change in the week whereby I had slept the previous day, I'd been travelling the, the day before that. It marked kind of, right, this is going to set the pace for the rest of the week. Driving the snakes out of your lifestyle. Oh, God. Anyhow, so climbed that and... I don't know if, if any of the listeners have climbed Crow Patrick before, but it's heavy enough going. Did it slowly enough. It wasn't, you know, a big rush thing. It took a good few hours to get up and down. Barefoot? Uh, no, boots. Really? boots. <laughs> it was good now. I was surprised I wasn't as tired as I thought I would be after it. On Sunday, I, I got up early again. To, well, relatively early. I got up. I had training at midday. After climbing Crow Patrick, I went, right, I'm going to capitalize on this up i went to train at a good training session football it was a beautiful day and i had a hurling match that evening now i figured like i went playing football and things i figured that it wasn't going to throw me off because i wouldn't have been picked anyway for the hurling the only thing about it was when the match was on because it was such a lovely day and the match was just it was nice and lively it was against kiltili i was kind of eager to play you know i kind of wanted in on it i played the last five minutes but i do did think it was an incentive to because you don't want to be the kid who's getting picked last again yeah it, it doesn't bother me. like i understand why uh, i hadn't been i haven't been diligent i haven't been training with the senior team because i think that would be a pointless enough endeavor on monday then i kind of held off and exercise until the evening because i had book work to do but also i had training in the evening the weather again was lovely when train came, we did the regular stuff, you know, took part in that, and then we played a game, and the game really annoyed me because I felt it wasn't productive, so I took off my bib and left. What was the game? Huh? What was the game? Um, <laughs> <laughs> bib was the perfect word, you just threw your toys out of the pram as well. <laughs> I was the game. The game was it was a game of backs and forwards where you turn on the forty-five, but it involved no structure to play. It was sort of run to the forty-five, turn, run ten yards, and kick the ball over the bar. So it completely cut out the full forward and full back line. There was no 
nothing constructive. So if someone's going to make you run, they better give you a goddamn good reason. Well, the thing was, I wasn't even running. And that was, I think, what was annoying me most. I'd given up my time and I had kind of intended this to be my <laughs> exercise for the day. And I just felt pissed off because I was sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> so you just walked up. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? I'm like, Stephen, where's Stephen going? Well, I was ver- verbose in my exit. What did you say? I just said. Fuck this, this is awful. <laughs> so You'd be the worst soldier ever. Like, that's like a coach going, this is what we're doing now. Imagine going into, like, the Somme or something, and you're like, fuck this. These trenches are wet. I think, though, it's no harm to do that. Because if I, if I was complicit in, like, if I just was there and put up with something that I could see made no sense or wasn't productive, there would be no criticism at all. So I went off, I played hurling instead, just poked around. <laughs> okay, the next day. Tuesday then, I, was, I woke up, I was a bit narky. Because the football team let you down. A bitch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it, you know, it just still kind of was there. And I wanted to continue with my exercise and, and all the rest of it. Wednesday, or Tuesday was an awful day weather-wise. But yeah. I decided to go climb the 12 o'clock hills. I was kind of anxious all day on Tuesday and I went to bed that evening and I woke up in a cold sweat and I, I went eating then because I thought maybe my sugars were off or something mm-hmm. because a cold sweat is a bit disconcerting. That was my Tuesday. Then yesterday I was still a bit antsy. I went for a puck around and then I went, decided I was going to go for my first kind of run. Yeah. On the road i was kind of anxious about that in some respects because i had done that before i, I used to do a lot of road running and you know meet me uh, sorry I, couldn't I used to do a lot of road running yeah and um it took an awful toll on my knees but i felt that i put in my orthopedics into my running shoes and i felt that that made the world a difference it just I went, it was, a f- I set out to do a kind of a longer run, but uh, I just wasn't able for it. So I did 5k, but I didn't run the whole lot of it. I ran, I'd say, about three kilometres, walked about two. Yeah, that's good for a first. It's good for a first, um, for a first day out. So I was kind of happy with that. Also, I felt it was g- good for my mind. Oh, definitely. The weather was kind of nice when I was running. So that brings us up to date. And what have you done so far this morning? I got up and came here. <laughs> Walking up them stairs was an exercise. You're, like the first five minutes when you came in, you were just kind of hyperventilating. <laughs> Last week we talked about the five minute meals. We asked you to go and do three five minute meals and see where it took you. And I said you can take them from anywhere you want, get them off the internet, get them out of your own head. Like creativity was a bit of a problem, so don't worry about creativity, do what you can. How would you get on? Great. Two of them were quesadillas. <laughs> I got a, a quesadilla is, you get a wrap. It was a mixed herb wrap. I got it in little. Very nice. Yeah. And it made a big difference as opposed to a plain wrap. It gave a kind of a flavor. It's more to flavor. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think like would have made any odds to it being healthier one way or another. So got that. Got a heap of great mozzarella. Chucked that in. How much is a heap? How many grams is in a pack? Maybe 100 grams or something. You put the whole packet in? I made three quesadillas with a packet of 
mozzarella. You're joking. Well, it was a small pack, like, it was 200 grams, I think, in the packet or something. Would you indicate to me with your hands the size of the packet? And I'll try and... So an A5 sheet of paper, that's that's a big... It's not that bad. That is a heap it's not of a block, cheese. It's not a block of cheese. Like, a uh, block of cheese would be, could be anything from... It's not that much, anyway. The, no, that's the whole packet of cheese in one meal. No, it was over the course of two meals. I told you this was two of my... Well, we'll get back to that in, in a second, because that's, yeah, <laughs> you're calling your bluff there, but that that's a, that's a heap of cheese. I got raw onion then and threw that in. And I got um, serrano ham, I think, maybe. Okay. Take us through the quick steps of the recipe there for anyone who wants to cook Stephen's quesadillas. So you get the mixed herb tortilla, lob it down, cheese, raw onion, serrano ham, cover it, flip it, eat it. Did you put butter on the pan? No. Or olive oil? You can just put the... I put it quesadilla straight down. Quesadilla straight down because it doesn't stick to it, and I think it would probably manky up the tortilla if you did actually do that. Yeah, no, that was just in case anyone was listening and afraid yeah. their stuff no. would stick to the pan. Simpler. Okay, that. your second day you had the same, and you're counting this isn't no, no. What do you mean? That's no. ridiculous. Well, I had the ingredients already, so yes, but you, your brief was go do three five minute meals, not one five minute meal and twice quesadillas. Well, I already, I didn't. If you buy a recipe, it would book. be wasteful to throw out all of the. Yeah, remaining. but if, if the point of this is that you learn a couple of recipes, and that anyone listening is going to learn a couple of recipes. You, ca- if you went out and bought a cooking book, and every chapter was just quesadillas, you'd go mad. That's I'm not having this. That's ridiculous. Well, since the BBC have forsaken me with their recipes, I, uh, I'm stuck in my quesadilla. You uh, can't have Groundhog Day. Two uh, were they the exact same? Yeah. You can't present our audience with the exact same recipe for two thirds of a three recipe section. <laughs> the third was then stir fry. The second was stir. Okay, take us through your stir fry. Give us the steps of that. Went to the butchers and got stir fry, and I fired it onto the pan and I stirred it, and I put on rice, and then I ate it. That's not a five-minute meal. How's that not a five-minute meal? Because you heated it up. You didn't cook it. I did. Did you chop up the meat? The meat was already chopped. Did you chop up any vegetables? They were already in there. That's not a five-minute meal. That's heating up a thing. It's not. It is. No. You've totally misunderstood this this three-minute recipe thing. People, you're looking... I'm looking for you to learn, and I want people to learn from you. So I want you to have these recipes that you get from the internet. Put out your... Why would I do that if I can go to the butcher and buy a bag of stir-fry? Because that's not the mission you've been given. I I put on the rice as well. Was it boiling the bag? Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing. Like, okay, fine, that will nourish you. It might have been a little undercooked to keep it in the five minutes. (laughs) But it's not what you you were asked to do. You were say go and get recipes that you can cook. I could cook that. Yeah, but that's, no, it's not, that's heating it up. No, if it was cooking, it was raw. But somebody else had prepared the meat and the vegetables and the sauce for you and you just went and took it on the oven. Yeah. That's not a five minute meal. That's heating stuff up. Heating stuff up by Stephen. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna keep this as a feature in the show, but for next week, keep in mind and you were saying kinda of before we were recording, 
Or you might even have said it when we were recording. You already had the ingredients. So why would you go and do something, do something else mm. with it? So maybe when we're when you're doing it this week, try again for three, and maybe plan out what you're going to need so some of the ingredients can overlap in the three recipes. Yeah. You know, if you want a rice dish, or if you go out and buy a big bag of rice, you go, oh, sure, I'm going to get a rice will go to waste. Make three rice dishes because you can do like pil pil in a Spanish dish. Then you'll have a curry. And then you can make chilli. And there's your rice. It would all take more than five minutes. Five minutes is a loose term. You know what I mean? You take five minutes chopping up your thing. Just three <laughs> Not if you buy them already chopped. <laughs> That's where you save the time, Adam. Well, three recipes that are distinctly different from each other. And that you've prepared and cooked <laughs> yourself. Uh, keep moving the goalposts. And you keep kicking them the other direction so it doesn't matter where they are. <laughs> next week, next week, that's what you're going to try to do. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. Now we're going to do the food diary. I'm still reeling from <laughs> three minutes. They'll be better next week. They'll be good next week. Your food diary. Talk us through your food diary. Thursday was the day I went to London. So I was up at Cockrow and I wanted to have... Chimney sweep for breakfast. Now this breakfast malarkey went out the window a bit this week, because the early part of the week went a bit awry on me. But uh, I st- was still kind of gung ho on that on Thursday, and I had sandwiches, potatoes, and carrot and orange juice for breakfast, because um, it came in a meal inside in the airport. Carrot and orange juice. Yeah, which is actually quite nice. It's a very weird mix. Anyway. Sandwiches, potatoes, carrot, that's like something you have on the way to a GAA match when you're 12. That's good for, I like that. So that was my breakfast. And then I, I was, when I arrived at uh, Victoria Station, I went and had that pizza and pasta that I mentioned. Carb Central. Yeah. I went and had pizza and pasta from a buffet. And then I had, went did my gig, I had a few beers. Then I also, again, uh, had sandwich, potatoes and juice. Every week, you're like, like last week you were a little Victorian child. Now you're like a little child from Offaly going up to Croke Park for the day. Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, that was my day in London. Then the following day I spent a lot of it in bed. When I did get up, I had, even before I went to bed, I had a bag of sweets and pizza. The pizza again? No, I bought the pizza before I went to bed and I had the pizza then that evening when I got up. So that's pizza two days in a row. Must be sick of pizza. Uh, what kind of sweets? Jellies. Penny jellies we're talking about. Okay, I like penny jellies. Do you remember them Postman Pat sweets that you used to be able to get? Vaguely. They were, they were blue wrappers and they had pink. And anyone I ever talked to them about has no idea what I'm talking about. But they were I brilliant. vaguely remember them. Yeah. They were lovely. I used to buy them up in like this, this shop that doesn't exist in Kilkenny's anymore. And you'd go and get mm-hmm. those. They were gorgeous. Anyway, sorry. Saturday then, I went to Westport and I had chowder and a chabat. The chabat had, you know, cheese and ham and things on it. Of course it did. <laughs> And then when I so can I just point out that every meal you've had from the start has had some incarnation of bread with cheese and ham wrapped around it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Except for the pizza. What did you have on the pizza? I think it was cheese. <laughs> <laughs> then the evening I had some chips and goujons. Not an awful lot, just a small portion of chips and goujons. And I had some wine. What colour? Red. Nice. Yeah, it was um, delicious. Then on Sunday I had a small portion of stew and potatoes mm-hmm. for kind of around lunchtime, and then the evening time I had a, made my quesadilla. Excellent. 
And then Monday, I had two quesadillas. Hey! Fiesta. And then on Tuesday, this was the day when I climbed the 12 o'clock hill, I had... Where did you go on the 12 o'clock hill? Mm. What am I? A historian. So for breakfast, I had sausages and rashers. I had no bread with them or anything like that. Okay. And then I had, for my dinner, I had chicken and potatoes. Chicken was actually beautiful, really nice. And I had some sweets. Big on the sweets this week? Big on the sweets this week. I don't know what that was about, because I'm normally not bad. At Were sweets. they all from the same bag of penny jellies? No. What kind of sweets this time? Kind of roses. Was it someone's birthday? No, they were just there. Someone once said that they love buying people's roses because they're chocolates and flowers. Yeah. <laughs> so I had some sweets and then I fell asleep uh, and woke up in a cold sweat and... <laughs> Sorry about that. that was, it made sense earlier on in your diary, but just in the food diary. It's not... So, <laughs> Therefore, I ate everything. <laughs> so I came back down, had some more sweets, and had the sausage from breakfast that was left over, and some of the potatoes that were left over from the dinner. Then, yesterday, I had one finger of bueno. Yeah, I just looked at your page there and I saw finger bueno, and I was like, what the hell does that mean? One finger of uh, bueno. I had a tiffin bear. I had stir fry with rice, and I had a small portion of rice pudding. Like mother. Yeah. Yeah. And I had some sweets. Sweet. Oh, and I had a wrap later on in the night. What kind of wrap? Chicken wrap. From, with the tortillas that you bought for the quesadillas? No. Got it in the shop? McDonald's. <laughs> See, why would you get a wrap from McDonald's? Because it was open. Was that just the nearest place? Yeah, it was open. And I wasn't going to get a burger or chips or anything, I just got a wrap. Alright, fair play. So you had the thought, the forethought there. Yeah, okay. So the sweets were really my downfall this week because everything else I ate I didn't think anything was particularly bad it was sweet it's almost like you take on a character every week last week you were the Victorian old man and Victorian child and this week what was I eating last week that well you were saying cockcrow yeah, well. and this week now you're like a child going to and from a GAA game every day like all of the food you've eaten sounds like something you get on the road up and back from Crow Park yeah can I take your look at your book for a second? <laughs> Thank you. Right, I'm going to read out just a, a couple of things from Stephen's book and you write in and tell me if I've missed anything from the menu from a GAA club on a Sunday. Chips and goujons, stew and potatoes, chicken and potatoes, sausages and potatoes, and rice pudding. That That's exactly what you get in a GAA club if you go there for like... I don't know what GAA clubs you'll be going to. Down Kilkitty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They they always have those, those uh, buffets of little sausages and, and goujons and then it seems to be the exact same curry recipe for every mother in Ireland. That no matter what curry you have, it always tastes the same. And they always make it themselves, so it's not out of a packet or it's not, it's not out of a bottle, but they all taste the same. Yeah. We're going to talk about this week's challenge now. Tell me before I, I kind of give it out to you, what you've found from the challenges so far. Um, I have enjoyed them They're, they've all been sort of with the exception of of the gym because i had done gym work before it was nice to do it to sort of get a bit of structure on what i was doing and give me sort of just ease me back into it but for the pole dancing and the rollerblading roller disco roller derby, derby always with the disco uh, <laughs> with the roller derby 
I had no experience of either of them. I enjoyed both of them thoroughly. I found the the roller derby very difficult though, just staying up. Are you learning anything from them, is what I'm trying to get at? I'm enjoying them, I'm not sure what I'm learning. I don't think I'd be roller skating off my own volition because I just keep falling down. Yeah. I, it was, like I improved it, and you do improve at them. It's sort of, I suppose, you do kind of recognise. Like I wouldn't have, before I did the roller derbying, I wouldn't have had any clue as to how exerting it was. Yeah. I was more afraid of falling down. I didn't even clock the fact that it would be exhausting. Yeah. Trying to stay up, you know. So I suppose I wouldn't have been as conscious of how exhausting they were. Mm. Both the pole dancing and the... I I think I expected the pole dancing to be tiring because I could kind of, you know, I could imagine the muscles being used. But because you're not lifting anything, you're just trying to stay upright, you, you sort of don't clock that you use so many muscles to just do that simple thing of keeping upright. Yeah, I get you. And yeah, that's what what I'm getting with the challenges is that, yeah, I arrange them because I think I'll get to see you under pressure a bit. But there's never a part of me that thinks you can't do it. And you've yeah. always proven every week that you can do something. And there have always been physical challenges. And they've been a little bit for me because pole dancing, you had the potential to look like a, like an arse. And, and the roller derby fed on your arse. You know, it, it's all yeah. around that. So this week, I'm lining up something for you. Something that... I think will benefit you and in terms of actually losing weight will probably be something that will give you the most useful tools. So this week we're going to Ennis to meet a nutritional therapist called Laura. Okay. What do you make of that? Probably no harm I think. You know I could learn something there. I don't know what. I kind of don't really know what a nutritionist does I don't think. A nutritionist can take a look at your diet and tell you exactly where you're going wrong. Mm. But because I think I've been poking you with a stick for the last couple of weeks, you kind of know where you're going wrong. But this would probably be good because I don't think you're taking my advice so seriously and you shouldn't because I'm not qualified. But when I say, Stephen, all that cheese, and you just kind of go, yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, it might settle a bit anyway, if nothing else. Yeah, I think it'll be important for you to hear from a professional that... Your catchphrase of, well, I wasn't bothered with this, doesn't mean that you're right. Yeah. So, not only will she be able to tell you where you're going wrong, I think more importantly is she's going to tell you where you can go right. Okay. I think that it'll be really good for you. And it might cure this, I mean, she's not a chef, she's probably not going to give you a recipe, but she'll be able to give you the tools that you can use to go about and, and shape meals yeah. and, and maybe a meal plan or something like that. So this um, nutritional therapist, it's, I think it's going to be great for you. You don't even have to change your clothes. No. If you don't want to. I might though. You could. And yeah, it'll be great to hear what she has to say. Is Before we go into it, is there anything you think you want to ask her or something you think you want to get out of it? Because th- I think this is... Like, uh, what, I, what I can get out of it is, is a sort of a, a knowledge of what I might and might not be doing wrong. In terms of what to task, I really have no idea. I can't. I just kind of can't. Think, I think it would probably come to me when the conversation starts. Yeah. But I have no idea uh, now what I should be asking. 
Mm. Well, do try and put some thought into it because this is the first one that's not physical exercise. Mm. And considering food is the place where you're having most difficulty, whether it's creativity, whether it's willpower, mm. I want you to take full advantage of having a professional there in front of you who will be able to answer any question you have and can analyze your diet, can project one for you for the future. This is going to be incredibly useful. Yeah. And you're definitely not going to fall in your ears. I never say never. <laughs> Let's pop over there and have a talk with Laura and see how we get on. We're here with Laura Slattery from Healthily Ever After in Ennis. Thanks very much for meeting us. No problem. Uh, we decided that since the exercise was doing what it could for Stephen, we'll get him somewhere with someone who knows about food because that seems to be your biggest downfall. So maybe you, you can ask some questions now and find out more. Yeah. You sent me on like a week food diary. I'm a nutritional therapist, so what I do is I kind of would analyze people's diets, but I also look at everyone as an individual, so like my requirements could be very different to Stephen's, it would be very different to yours as well, do you know? Mm. So we sent you on a pre-questionnaire as well, so I kind of went through a lot of questions that you yeah. did answer, kind of talking a little bit about all the different systems in your body, from like the nervous system to your endocrine system to your cardiovascular What's system. What's an endocrine system? Kind of your thyroid function and your metabolism. Okay. Um, I, there was a couple of questions to say for example that would be related say if you had blood sugar imbalances or if you had cravings for example that would kind of affect your your hormone production it can be an indication for me how each system in your body is functioning really and most of the questions you kind of came back with were, were no which was good you don't really have that many ailments as no such. i will say when i was filling it out i was kind of yeah humming and hawing yeah, over know. last question you just not think just like how do i feel straight away yeah think about it too much you know like because I was looking at it, I can't remember off the cuff what the questions were, but some of them I was kind of going, sometimes I am yeah. a bit that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> know? And they weren't... Uh, okay, so, I mean, from what I got from it generally was that you wake up tired, that you would drink alcohol a couple of times a week, yeah. uh, three to four coffees a day, uh, you suffer from general fatigue and your restlessness. You started the diet from, was it the start of May, I think, was you doing darkness into light or why were you up so early? You're up at half four. Oh, I had to go to Dublin. It was actually awful. Um, yeah, I was like, he must be doing it really <laughs> so early, like, once, yeah. yeah I, I met all the darkness into light yeah, people. Yeah, I thought you were doing that or something. So yeah. I was like, oh, he must be doing that. I was filming in Dublin. Okay. I, I had to be up there for half seven. So I decided I'd have a breakfast sandwich that okay. morning. Okay, that was shop-bought. It was shop-bought, yeah. Adam was kind of, we, we decided that I should have breakfast. Yes. That this was a... Were you thing. not eating breakfast before this? No, and I've gone back to not eating breakfast okay. again. Are you just not hungry? Um, I think with you it's more time. Yeah, I kind of don't get up till I have to get up. Yeah, okay. Like you seem to be eating quite late, so you're not going to be hungry in the morning. I'm awful for eating late, yeah, yeah. and I think that's probably a bad thing. Yes. Yes. Just eat real food. It has to just go back to complete basics. Don't get trapped in all these little fads that are going around the whole time. And some of these fads do work, fair enough, but some of them aren't sustainable at all. So going back to basics, eating breakfast, you've started doing that, that's brilliant. And then just having like whole foods throughout the day and starting to cook again because mm. I know like even having to say the breakfast sandwich that is still shop bought that is still a convenience food you know I knew I knew it was bad real. but I was kind of going right uh, at least I've got to kind of get into but it's great that you're so honest there's no point you being like oh I had a quinoa and blah blah you don't put you lying either because <laughs> you could have totally been plumosing me here and told yeah. me that you had porridge and chia seeds and I'd be like oh he's great but like you need to be realistic as well so it's great that you did actually write down everything that you did eat because there's no point lying because it's yeah. again it's your it's your thing you want to to sort out but say you ate at half six in the morning yeah and then you didn't eat again until three yeah that's nine hours yeah i did have a half uh, rotten 
burger thing okay. while we were filming because I had to eat it as part yeah. of the oh, part of the uh, part of the thing. But I didn't put it in because it was kind of like I didn't want to eat. It. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Is there a lot more in this that you didn't put in because you just didn't want to eat? Like, oh no, pizza! <laughs> no, that that particular thing. There was a half a burger thing, and it was rustlers, and it was gone cold. Oh, the- Microwave yeah. Why are they inventing And it was gone cold, but they needed to have something there because it was part of the. I'd eat okay. the burger at the start, I'd take a bite, and then we'd kind of. Your man was chastising me because he wanted me to eat the salad instead. Okay, okay. Um, I was. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay. We won't even count. There's probably one or two mouthfuls, is it? Or? Yeah, and I didn't want it, and it was disgusting. Okay. And then 3 pm, then was potatoes, pork chops, and gravy. Was that in a pub dinner? That was uh, at home. At home, you cooked all those. So you're already, you're already well, able to cook. Me. Okay, okay. And then you didn't eat again from say 3 p.m. until 10 p.m. So it's another mm-hmm. seven hours. Yeah. So like your gaps between your meals are very, very large. Ideally, we should be eating, especially trying to lose weight every three hours. Yeah, ideally. okay. You don't want to get to this stage that you're absolutely ravenous then you'll go and eat the wrong food because ideally, the first thing you should probably know is that just eat regularly, ideally every three to four hours, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Um, especially when you're adjusting your diet so much. There's no point in going, right, three meals only. Yeah. You'd be like, <laughs> I'm just in, in a fight me and ignore me and Don's like some clients do. They see you in any take off running. You're oh, like, that must be awful. Awesome. <laughs> but um, okay, so that was the that was the kind of a random Saturday up in Dublin. So that, that that's not general, is it? No, but I am can be a bit all over the shop. Okay. Uh, so while that was a particularly PM, bad day. Ten p.m. Then with the Chinese. Yeah. Okay, and that would be your go-to kind of takeaway if you're hungry in the evenings. Yeah. Well, no, I could I could go for cheaper food. Okay. Um, I think Chinese is more of a treat than okay. cheaper food. But okay. I'd be more inclined to go cheaper food. Okay. So that means you consider cheaper food more every day? More so, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's going to get that care. So what would you like class as takeaway food then? You know, burger, chips or snack box. Okay. And how many times a week would you say you'd have a takeaway? Three, maybe. And say eating out sandwich-wise and stuff like that, would that be... No, I try to keep away from sandwich. I have a sort of... I've, I'm a bit wonky in my outlook okay. in that uh, I have a thing whereby I try to steer clear of bread even though I'm okay. obviously going for, for takeaways. Just because you think bread bloats you or just because you know it's kind of a high carb I food? Know, I know it's always kind of one of the things that's given yeah, out about. because so of the carbohydrates. Yeah. I, even recently now, like I love, I would say I love sandwiches and I love mm. bread, particularly Brennan's bread, the white stuff. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> uh, just think white is shite. Underlying Generally, white pasta, white rice. You know the sort of it's not brown, but it's kind of a middle multi grain. Multi grain. Yeah. It's better than the white, but it's still not great. It's still yeah. processed. Okay. So okay, basically on Saturday you do a nine hour gap for between food, and you do a seven hour gap between food. Mm. On the Sunday then you were okay in the morning. You had your breakfast at twelve. You only had eggs, and then at three p.m. then you had hot and sour soup. What is that? Is that like a packet soup? It was from the Chinese the night before. Okay. I bought it and I was going, oh, I'll have soup. It was actually a bit nasty. Cause <laughs> okay. It had been there for a day. But, okay. okay but I, I kind of was trying to, again, this was me trying to be good to a certain having extent. Soup, okay. So I was going, soup It's kind of the worst thing in the world. Mm, can be, but can't be as well. Okay. You're kind of back into normality really then on the Monday. For breakfast, you don't have any times in these, but I'm kind of presuming it's kind of the same. Uh, the rasher, eggs and two slices of toast was for breakfast when I got up. Which would be each time? I'm guessing it was maybe around 10 or 11. Okay. And then you have a burger, chips and salad then? 
burger sandwich and chips. It, the burger yeah. was, was without, that, was without anything. Okay. Did you ask I for just, it without the bun just because you're No, this was made at home. Okay. That's kind of good. And how did you go with the chips? Did you fry them or did you They them? went into this oven thing that. It was an air fryer. Air fryer. Air yeah. fryer. Yeah, they're actually mighty. My mother used that the whole time. And then that evening they needed Chinese again. Yeah, I was very bad in Chinese that week. Okay. And then again, there's no times, but you've peppered peanuts. That was in the afternoon, early afternoon. I bought them and I bought the garlic prawn salad as well. I, I was quite hungry, so I had them and okay. then I went home and cooked that. Okay. And um, by garlic prawn salad, did you have to make that yourself or how did you how did you buy that? Was it already packaged? Um, like a kind of thing, or? I bought the prawns and the salad separate and then I cooked the okay. prawns and so just... you were able to cook. Well, I think, I, I think the prawns were sort of sticking in the microwave for six minutes. Okay. Um, and the salad was already it's kind of made made okay. as well. They were separate though. They weren't. It wasn't all the one thing. Okay. The fact that it has options to microwave or to oven, it's quite processed. Mm. It's kind of getting to your and it comes in a packet that literally all you do is put it into the microwave, beep beep beep, or put it in the oven and open the door. It's processed, and that's usually high in trans fat and salt. Depending yeah. on what it is. Would that thing. would like this is in my own head, but mm. prawns. Well, prawns are fine. Yeah, but I'd imagine like if you put them into a microwave, they wouldn't. But you'd have to imagine if the were they coated with thing. What were they coated with there? The garlic. Yeah, I'm sure I I have to see the packet to actually analyze it yeah. properly, but I'm sure there's hydrogenated fats and stuff to help to help kind of chop in the fav the flavor and there's okay. obviously butter and salt and flavorings and stuff added to if, it. If I were going for prawns, like I get so pra- you, I get prawns like frozen in the supermarket. Frozen would be a better way. To oh yeah, and okay. then all you just do is you put them into boiling water for like a, two or three minutes and they just cook. Mm. And you could literally like marinate them then in your own, whatever you wanted to marinate them in. If you wanted a garlicky stuff, crush them garlic, do you know? Yeah. Use real food as opposed to the kind of stuff. It doesn't happen overnight, but if you can just change like one or two things. So for you, it would be stop having takeaways, for example. Yeah. Even one thing like that would make a massive difference. And actually go back to eating whole foods, not something that's in a package that you're literally just yeah. throwing into the microwave or throwing it into the oven. I mean, that would be huge for you. Mm. And it kind of get you interested in what food is again, do you know? You kind of lost. You're like, oh, food is there to be full, and I'll get on now next. I'll go exercise, and I'll do this. Mm. But you need to kind of get back into what food is for. It's, it's your medicine. It makes you us who we are. You know. Mm. That's a great way to look at it. Mm. Is that it can also improve how you feel? That's, yeah. that's a very nice way Definitely to put like, it. Mm. It was a quote from Hippocrates that said, "Like, let food be thy medicine." Because like if you don't eat well, you're not going to be well. Like, and there's what Hippocrates says would have eaten. That I know. Have been so. So wrong. He had no microwave. <laughs> no microwave. <laughs> One of the things that annoys me is um, when I get a recipe that uh, has a billion things yeah. in it. See, it all starts off with getting your cupboard completely stocked out of what you need, basically. You don't want to be having to go out to buy aniseed for one recipe and then paprika for another recipe. Just kind of go with the whatever, whatever herbs and spices you like to flavour your food. But I mean, my general one for doing stir fries is ginger, chilli and lime, for example. Like mm. that just, you can throw any, as much veg as possible into it. Um, a source of protein then would be like your chicken or your fish or your prawns or something like that. Or you can use vegetable protein, like say lentils. It is a bit of a minefield. If you're going to like, what recipes are good? But literally, don't even think about recipes right now. Just think of like your food plate being like this. Like you like your burgers, if you're making homemade burgers, that's fine. But make sure it's only a quarter of the plate is the meat. It's quarter carbs and then half veg. That's the basics, really, to be honest. What kind of veg? Like veg, like I'd usually make a big, a big salad bowl on a Monday. But usually my prep day is on a Sunday. I'd make a big kind of salad bowl that would last maybe Tuesday. Do it again on Tuesday till Thursday, 
so you're not always chopping because chopping can be annoying especially if you don't like cooking there's so many things you can do I mean like like root vegetables and things yeah I, I generally kind of go okay I probably shouldn't yeah. be having that like any veg that's under the ground would be more starchy which would be higher in sugar but I prefer you eating carrots and beetroot which are would be root vegetables as opposed to Chinese you have to kind of be yeah. relative and kind of bring it back to basics and don't be getting so pedantic about about the root veg for example I would go with getting your food right on a daily basis what about cheese then Adam hates cheese he I don't hate cheese let me contextualise this now because I don't want you to come away from this yeah I know I don't want you to come away from this going she said cheese is fine like he, when he went on his, on his holiday and he had a, he said oh, I had a salad but there was a big wheel of brie with it he was like that's fine and then we deep fried yes no, it I wasn't think. deep fried well, anyway you had your, your quesadillas you had your quesadillas and you used a whole bag of cheese on three of them cheese Mozzarella. with everything and his his catchphrase is I wasn't bothered and I, I, I can see it reflects exactly what you were saying a second ago is don't be pedantic it's better yeah. to have root vegetables than Chinese it's, yeah. he sees cheese as the lesser of two evils well I mean okay cheese would be a source of calcium would be a source of protein, source of saturated fat. I don't eat cheese, don't eat any dairy to be honest because um, I used to have really eczema and when I gave it up it went away. So sometimes if you give that up something and then you reintroduce it into your diet you realise how your, your body didn't want it for example. And that's me but that's nothing that's mm-hmm. you at all. You like your cheese, that's fine, you can have your cheese but just do realise that like there's a lot of fat in it. Mm-hmm. Lots of fat in it. I would prefer you to have like say sweet potato which would be kind of a slow release carbohydrate sweet potato versus regular potato that was actually one of the questions i had yeah basically like carbs break down into sugar very quickly and they affect your body similar to sugar so fast release carbohydrates would include like white bread white pasta refined cereals you know like your cornflakes and stuff like that crisps chips scones and all be like refined carbohydrates mm. so what's last one scones scones yeah they're what they're like refined Oh, so okay. it's white flour and all oh, the yeah. white things that are yeah. made. In Eddie Rockets, they have sweet potato chips. Okay. In like Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, sweet potato chips would be better than regular chips. Okay. But not from um, right. Eddie Rockets. Yeah, okay. But I mean, like, if you're having, say, it's only a quarter of your plate, you have enough carbs. Mm. So you've got sweet potatoes, sweet potato here, you've got half a plate of veg of, like, whatever veg you like. What veg do you like? Do you like broccoli, spinach? Put up with it. Put up with it. Put up with it, so and put some nice dressing on it that you made yourself. Where where do potatoes fall on that? Just for anyone who's yeah. listening, it's a little pie chart, half veg, quarter protein, quarter carbs. Mm. Where do potatoes fall? They'd if you see the potatoes, they'd be in the carb section. Okay. In the carb section, so a quarter plate carb. And sweet potatoes fall there too. Yeah. Okay. Rice then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so rice, is also a, rice is a grain, so it's a carbohydrate. So your brown rice would be better than your white rice. Yeah. Again, remember I said white is shite. Okay. And this is is essentially a dinner I'm looking at. Yeah. Um, I see what you're thinking there. D- does that apply to lunch and breakfast yeah. too? Yeah. yeah. Not, uh, for breakfast, you're big into your eggs, I've noticed, which is good. Well, that was more so, there was eggs there. Yeah. And I knew that I was trying to kind of come up with... Uh, yeah, but eggs are great. Mm. But I mean, you're just having eggs and toast. What you'd have there with some sliced avocado, some rocket, and some spinach, and some tomatoes. Where do I get this stuff? Like I can. Again, I mean, where do you shop normally? Because you remind me of all the shopping. Yeah, yeah. Have a section in the fridge. Like this is my section. Because I, I do go to the, I do go shopping when I, yeah. I need to get something, but I just kind of, 
I, there isn't a particular shop, shop and I don't do a shop. I just kind of try and get into the habit of doing one shop once a week. And even if you have, say you're going to the butchers, you get your chicken breasts, you'll get your meat, have some even frozen salmon or something in the freezer as a backup if you don't have any food, you always have frozen salmon. And porridge then. Porridge is good. Por- again, porridge on its own, it will be broken down to glucose. It's a carb on its own. So what you want to have with your pro- with your every meal, you're meant to have ideally a fat and a protein to kind of keep you full and not have any cravings. So ideally what we want to do is to have it completely balanced throughout the day. So like you're having the eggs already, mm. so a cup of spinach, it does hit cheese there. I know you love your cheese. But that's like one to two, I think it was like a slice or two slices of cheese. It's not like a packet of cheese, you know. Um, a cup of berries and a herbal tea. That doesn't cause any big influx in your insulin or anything like that. So it reduces fat storage, steady mood, steady energy. Preparation is everything. Like if you're not prepared, you're going to fail. Mm. So when it comes to food, just take and completely taking a step back and just be like, right. Um, if you have like a good breakfast, some snacks in between breakfast what and lunch. snacks? You're, you're just snacks? Like I, do you ever have nut butter? Like almond butter? No. I'll show you, it's over here, love it. I find this really handy as a snack with... Um, oh, I've had peanut butter. Peanut butter, same kind of principle, except this would be higher in protein. Okay. So like you can just slice up an apple, for example, and butter the apple with almond butter. And that that's supposed to like a bread or something, that yeah. the apple would be... Oh, butter brilliant. Apple. Not butter and apple. No, no, no. Almond butter. I think, and yeah, <laughs> butter. Yeah, yeah. But that's the same. Yeah. It's because you're getting, you're getting your carrot from the apple, but you're getting your... And would that be expensive, that stuff? That's about four or something. Okay. But that'll last you a good long while. Yeah, do. I think if I had something, something kind of that I had to look forward to. Yeah, but you can have. But I don't know what to, what I can have look forward to. <laughs> what do you want? Like, what do you? I mean, do you ever make like Indian curries yourself or anything? Do you like Indian? I I don't mind Indian. Yeah, but I mean, you can make those yourself. Yeah. So no, at least you know exactly what's going into it, and then like reduce the amount of say rice you're giving yourself. I mean, all the spices they're using, using lots of ginger, cumin, turmeric. Turmeric is a really good anti-inflammatory. There's a lot of benefits to some of these foods, but just when they're in a processed, issue, they're fast food, they're gone. But I mean, do you love Indian food or you like spicy food, get spicy recipes and cook them in the evenings. Yeah. Do you know, or cook them, I'd say one day a week, you're like, right, I'm cooking today. Cook and freeze. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. At least then you always have them there, like. Yeah. I mean, like. I need, I freeze every Sunday because I, I work nine to six and I feel like I'm tired and I go to yoga and I'm trying to fit everything in. And, like, and I feel like I have nutrition down, but I still would fall. If I don't prepare, I'm still, ah, damn it, what am I eating? I will say the last time, like years ago, I, I went and I lost a lot of weight. And what my, did you do that time? Uh, ate fuck all. Yeah. And did go. you gain the weight back? Yeah. Yeah. Are there any foods that are good for weight loss? So I don't want to be as extreme and go, you know, no, the way they I say mean, you spend more calories eating celery than having, I mean, something yeah. that you could go, this is still good for you, but it, it would like be oats, thought to contribute. Like oats, for example, there are a good source of carbs, but they will, they slow release carbohydrates, which oats. Oats, okay. So oats for breakfast. Is that porridge? Porridge, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can have it with, ideally have it with another source of protein and a fat. So say, for example, milk chia seed or like a ground pumpkin seed or lots of seeds mm. and put them all in a top with some blueberries, for example. Yeah, my brother I was talking to me recently, he did some kind of a thing. He'd made it, make it the night before yeah, with yo- yogurt yeah. and... Pre-soaked oats. Pre-soaked yeah. I love them. Yeah, they're really okay, nice. Okay, I'm going to give that a go because you mentioned that now. Because right? if you're Russian as well, it's handy. Pre-soaked oats, all you should do would be like a cup of oats with two cups of milk and then add whatever else you want into it. Like I usually add blueberries, uh, chia seeds, uh, maybe some almonds or something, just whatever mm-hmm. I have in the press really. And then just, I mean, you can make it fancier if you want to, but at the moment just yeah. eat it. Can you tell us more f- from your own stuff? How did you kind of get into this and, and where is your, yeah? 
like as I said, I went to UL for four years, so I wasn't always a, a health freak, as some people call me. Um, I mean, I ate and drank whatever everyone else was doing, really, to be honest, a bit of a sheep. But I always kind of suffered from anxiety, and I would have always had eczema, um, particularly on my arms, the backs of my legs. My skin would have, wouldn't have been great. Mm. It just wasn't, it was grand, like, I was kind of trotted along, but I wasn't doing, being the best I could be, really. Um, I studied food science and health, so I always had an interest in health. When I finished there, then I worked in a microbiology lab in Cork, and I decided then to go back to nutrition because I realised I really wanted to know more about it, really. I'm practising now in Ennis, and I'm in part of a group called Healthy Ever After, and uh, we, it was myself and three of the girls in college actually set up this group, and we have a website coming up and running soon. My sister's a graphic designer, so she's kind of doing it all for us. She's amazing, except for her fiancé. Yeah, loads of exciting things happening. And um, we've kind of focused on lots of different genres. Really, there'd be like sports nutrition, children's nutrition, women's health, especially menopause, weight loss, um, men's health, um, digestive issues. This is like a anything that's wrong with it. Because nutritional therapy can kind of help with, especially because as I said before, food is your medicine really, and you have to kind of work with that and see what. I mean, no person is the same. And if I wanted to lose weight, it'd be different too because we both have complete different bodies. We're actually hosting an event in Greystones next Sunday. What day is that? On the May. And Monica, who's part of Health Ever After, is um, after organising this event for like lo- local practitioners of Greystones to kind of come together. Um, it's a free event as well if you want to pop down to the South Pavilion. It's on, it's on Facebook, but it used to be a golf course, golf club. Hmm. Um, it's a free event, so we we're hosting it, but we'll be, there'll be talks on osteoporosis and on other things. And Greystones is lovely. Greystones yeah. is fabulous, yeah. And the Happy Pay restaurant is down there, so I might go for lunch. Yes. And where can people, if someone listens well, we and goes, this is great. At the moment. We're, we're waiting for our, um, our website to be up and running. That'll be healthyeveractive.ie. That'll be up in the middle of June. We've got clinics in Greystones. We've got clinics in Galway, in Roscommon and in Ennis at the moment. So it's four clinics. And you can contact us through Healthy Ever After on Facebook. It's Healthy Ever After IRL or it's info at Healthy Ever After. You'll get one of us in depending on where you are. Anyone listening can go to Healthy Ever After and we'll be able to get some great advice from Laura and everybody else involved and I hope I hopefully it'll work for Stephen as well. Yeah, keep me updated. I will we can do, do a follow on like in about five weeks or a month even and we can see how you're getting on and Brilliant. what changes you have made Thank or you. if you have made any or give you a slap across the head if you're still eating Chinese. Laura, thank you very much for having us on okay, and well, Stephen I hope it, it, it works Yeah, out. thanks a million Laura, yeah. hopefully. Um, Just send me an email for any questions and we can do this again. Thank like. you. Are you on Facebook? We're going to move on to the app review now. First week we did the 7 Minute Fitness app. Last week we had your your worst app ever that you just didn't like. What do we have this week? Uh, this week we have an app called Strava. You can use it for running or cycling. So what does it do? Like If, if you've never heard of this app, talk us through what the actual mechanics of it now I will say I used it yesterday I hadn't used it on climbing the hills but I went for my run yesterday I really like this app I think there's a lot of apps that are kind of similar they they track runs and stuff but what I like about this app is it it works off GPS so your phone basically it figures out how what distance you ran and it gives you your times you know so this mile you ran it in this time there's other stuff on it as well now i really like that just because it kind of you know it, it remembers what you did for you and it gives you the breakdown and i think even though i've only used it once but i think if i were to use it consistently you'd look at it and you kind of go oh i slowed down there and does it have a little reward system that'll come up when you ran twice a day or, or you've now, made your time 
I had headphones in and it intervened to tell me how, how far I'd ran. Or Good. At some point it, it, it kind of interrupted me a bit um, to my music to tell me what was going on. I need to get new headphones though because I couldn't hear hardly anything through the yokes I had or pure rattly. Yeah. Other things that are on it just I got from nosing about. Now I've seen other people using it and it can feed into your Facebook and it shows a map of where you ran and what you the breakdown of your run which I think is quite cool does it give might uh, be no harm to see can I link it up to the health binge page and just have it chronicling that'd be good it might be worth it I don't know I I really do have to nosy a bit more I really haven't gotten into the nitty gritty on it I which is always great for a reviewer yeah but what did anyone really expect from me? You know, there's Strava races, so you can get you get a badge on Strava if you run 10k. And does this clock the amount of calories and energy you're burning after a run? I haven't seen that. Um, you're the best reviewer in the world. I haven't seen that. You're well, you're like a toy show reviewer. I haven't seen that. That uh, if you can do that, you possibly can. Because I know I bought one time um, when I was doing a bit of running, I bought a, a Livestrong watch. Of course, Livestrong being the Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong company, which uh, tickled me as well a little bit. I would say because nothing like having a merchandise of somebody who's been slightly disgraced. Um, the annoying thing about that was the phone like I'll have my phone anyway to listen to my tunes so what's the point in having the, the watch on I just yeah. didn't really kind of get that if you could have any merchandise from a disgraced personality what would it be I'm sure there's like um, the Cosby Show dolls like an OJ Simpson juicer <laughs> is there such a thing no but it'd be great problem I doubt it that seems but like it something OJ Simpson would have put his name to yeah it's a, it would be brilliant a Jim will fix a toolkit Oh no! Too far! Too far! <laughs> Who described? Oh, something Richard Nixon. He's he was adequately disgraced. Like, I am not a crook burglary kid. It's not really merchandise, but if you could like have um, like a guest book from him signing into the Watergate or something. So, so back back to the app. Anyway, yeah, back to the app. Um, so it does give you challenges, which I quite like. I think I, I think, like I'm not ready to do a 10k yet. I'm trying to get maybe yeah. 5k. I think I'd, I would, I would go use it for to take a 10k challenge if I felt I was ready to do that. Out of 10, rate the app. I'm going to give it 10. Really? There's yeah. nothing that this app could have more. Maybe, but uh, if it did, maybe I'd get more confused and wouldn't like it. Okay. Way in time. Stephen, how are you how are you feeling for this week? You've eaten a little bit more, but you've exercised a little bit more. I think I should be down. Now, just to remind listeners... Like, and, and I think, it, you know, it shouldn't be marital. I think it should be down a few pounds. Okay, so just to remind listeners, you were 18.5 last week. Mm. And you really said you wanted to be 18 or lower. Yeah. Okay. We'll try and get it in this week and, and, and see see where you're at. So, get yourself over to the scales. I'll get my wee camera out. Have you emptied your pockets again this week? I have. Where are we this week? 
Thoughts, feelings? I'm just sick of it fucking crawling. Like, I climb two mountains and play sport every day. Oh, I've been watching my diet. What the fuck, like? It's still down. I know, but, like... Do you want to take a minute? Nah, we'll go keep going. So, not what you've expected? No, I'm sort of annoyed at that now. You look, I almost wanted to turn off the camera there and stop recording because there was a moment in your face that, even before you said it out, I knew. Like, I don't know. I, I can't, honestly, looking at this, know what I did wrong. I'm still over 18, like... Still over 18 soon. Yeah. And like, I I don't want to do anything, you know, extreme. I don't want to starve myself and things. Like, I want to do it healthily. But, like, you know, I don't want as well to have done the podcast for 12 weeks and be 12 pounds down. Like, that's crap. I don't know what... I'm going to up the running anyway, and I think that'll... Prob- should probably make, but, but like, is there any advice maybe that our listeners could give? Because our listeners are gonna either a have a vested interest in you, or have a vested interest in listening to to weight loss programs or things like that. Is there something we could maybe ask people advice on that you can go? Oh, yeah, like I've been eating some sweets this week, but I doubt if I piled all the sweets up in a nice stack and put them next to me on the weighing scales that they'd have you know that they would counteract all the exercise that I've put in this week you know yeah at, at this stage I don't I don't know what to say to you and, and that's not coming from a an admonishing point it, it's just that yeah I'm, I'm tracking that progress right along with you and I can see you're so unhappy about it there's nothing I can think that this will week, last week I was I was happy I was down a pound but I was sick I'd done badly and I was down a pound. This week I bust a gut and I'm down a pound. That makes no fucking sense. So what are you feeling right now? I'm just, I'm sort of pissed off more than anything. Because like, like that, what the, what can you do like, you know, it's an ounce a day or something. If, you, if you're listening and you've got any advice for Stephen, please do message us in on comedy at gmail.com or on the Health Binge page or you can get us on, on Instagram as well. Maybe message us that way or if you want to send it absolutely privately, get us on just Snapchat as Health Binge. Maybe send a quick little video for Stephen. It's still a loss and everybody who we've talked to so far, Stacey was so kind to send us in. Stacey mm-hmm. from Clamel with Spikes Pony Fitness was so kind to send us in that advice last week that said every loss is a loss. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, in my head, I hadn't been weighing myself in, but I was kind of, you know, in the mornings or anything like this week, I just, I'd been doing my thing and I kind of went, okay. And in my head, I expected, I I said, I'm 18. If, you know, I I expect I might have broken 18, I expected 18 on a bad day, not 18, four. Just eight pounds is all I fucking lost. Your attitude now kind of, does it feel kind of like rock bottom? It's just annoying. It's annoying because, like, I feel 
I feel like even I just I feel like I've lost some weight you have and it's just not registering this is very much a pivotal point right now because this is where you can give up or you can work harder well I'll work harder but it's just freaking annoying I just need one I just need a break on the thing I you know like how it's I think the best thing you can do right now is... And I don't... Like I said, I don't want to starve myself either. No, that's not an option. You know, I don't want to not eat, but I don't see anything. The best thing you can do right now is... You've, you've got this resource here of your, of your food diary and your diary. Hmm. Take some time this week to sit down and look at that. And just look at it through the gaze of... This isn't bad or good. This is just the level it's at right now. This is what I'm eating... These are my thoughts during the week. This is the exercise I've done. Mm-hmm. And just cast a critical eye over all of those and go, this is good. I'm doing well, but what can I do better? And what in here doesn't work for me? Trim the fat, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, like I just keep going. That's all I can do. You can do it. And I'm go- Like I'm going to open my run and I think the running might be kind of the key. I should be fine. We're just at the end of the show now. So we're going to wrap things up and go with this week's checklist. The first thing on the checklist we want to talk about is is the five-minute meals, which I'm going to change the name to quick meals. Okay. Like I said earlier on, I want you to do three. Mm. Think about this as not only you learning, but teaching people. The second one, this is one that you wanted to introduce, which is running for 5K nonstop. Mm. What's, your, what's in your head with that? Well, I started yesterday and I, I, I did, I kind of tracked out a 5k and I was able to run for about three of it. And I figured within a week, if I just kept pushing for it, I think it's just an achievable goal in the week to set. The third one on the checklist is calories. And this was something I was talking about introducing and I think considering the way in you've just had, it's all the more important now Mm. your calories i want you to build this into the stephen's diary section and the food diary section anything you're eating with Mm. your quick meals with dinners you have add up doesn't have to be right on the mark but a reliable enough count of the calories you're taking in in a day Mm. and on the other side of things i want you to clock how many calories you're burning in exercise now I know the app we reviewed last week did that it was a bit of a, a bit of a pain for you, but maybe you can find another way of doing it. And what you're going to come out with then is almost like a ledger of intake and loss. Mm. Yeah. Does that seem doable? Yeah. Okay. So we're just wrapping up now. Is there anything you want to add? You're feeling okay? A little. I can see it in your face. You're 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 not happy. Yeah. No. I just. Fuck it anyway. <laughs> Not all of it was going to be easy. And there are, there are always going to be moments like no, this. No, but that are I think at some point, I honestly thought, right, after climbing, you know, putting in two days with about four hours exercise and, every, and the other days, apart from like the early part of the week, every day there was maybe at least two hours exercise. I thought if, by upping that, you know, by adding 12 hours exercise to my week, I'd have lost more weight than I would have the previous week. But there you go. No, apparently not. Well, maybe 
what you're doing as exercise like how good is climbing a mountain compared to your run still exercise you know like it may be I'd be I'd probably sweat more on a run than I would be climbing a mountain that's a very indefinite response you go it's, it's still exercise it's still this you don't know the value of it and I think doing this checklist now and counting your calories no, you're but going it's to still, know the value it's still better than sitting on the couch which I did the previous week because I was sick absolutely but you know you know everything is a new thing and, and from now I think analysing the exercise you do instead of just exercising you'll know what's best and how to go forward mm-hmm. yeah and you know don't be disheartened you're still down I know fucking one pound okay well that's it for this week thanks for listening if you want to message, send any support for Stephen, you can message us on the Facebook, you can message us on our Instagram page, or you can email us at thefilibusterscomedy at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Best luck. <laughs>